screen to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. So, Miles, we were off last week because we were off, we were both off having kind of crazy adventures, I feel like. Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. I mean, uh, so why don't, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Uh, you can start. Okay, I will start. Uh, I was off in the land of beer and bridges, Portland. Jealous. It was so much fun. If I ever have the ability, I want to take you on a beer tour of Portland because it was just a blast. I am going to find it hard to say no to that <laughs> in any situation. Uh, it's... So, well, let me give you a little bit of a rundown. I did this on the Department of Defense, but I feel like our more beer-centric listeners will enjoy it a little bit better. And, ap- and appreciate. And appreciate it. So, um, it started, we got there Saturday, we landed at... One, we had beers in our hands at by two, because that's how you do Portland right. We went to this district in Portland called the Hawthorne District. It's like this up and coming. It's it's the hip new neighborhood. Okay. From what I heard. We stopped at a cidery because my boss loves cider. And this was a perfect, work trip. Okay. They had twenty eight different ciders on tap. That is fantastic. It was awesome. We did flights of ciders. First time I've ever done flights of ciders. I didn't and, really know there was such a thing. I mean, it makes sense yeah. when you think about it, but how often do you actually see that? You never do. You you really never do. And so it was, I don't know, it was just fun. Uh, and so we did that, and then we hit a couple of different beer bars. Not really any brewery stuff, but okay. tried a bunch of different West Coast beers. Uh, the highlight, uh, there, were, there were two highlights, though, because there's a lot of nifty bars uh, in, on, in that district. And one was in the backstage area of an old theater and it was called backstage and you walk in and this building's a hundred or so years old like old building and they had like you walk in and the atmosphere is really cool and they have big massive tapestries on the walls and it was just it was just a really cool looking place and then the other one uh was called like the brass horse uh was by the way is a really cool name yeah and it was an old english pub like you, you had to walk down all these residential streets and it's dark. We have no idea where we're going. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's this old timey pub sign hanging up and it was an old English pub and it was awesome. And then, of course, we started doing uh, the next day. We started doing the regular beer tours, hit Cascade and uh, I want to say Lucky Labrador. I don't know, there's, there's so many brew pubs. Lucky uh, Labrador. Is that yeah, what you're going to say? Yeah. OK. Um we hit a bunch of different brew pubs, uh, but especially Cascade Barrel House. Was that was that awesome? Oh man! Second <laughs> time I've been there, and it's still not enough. I need to keep going back. Uh, and then right across the street from Cascade, uh, Rogue has a tap room. Oh, that's right, Rogue's uh, out there. Yep, they have a tap room called the Green Dragon. Okay, and it's as awesome as the name is. They have a bunch of different Rogue beers, but they also have uh, about twenty other different. Uh, Oregon craft beers, sure, or West Coast craft beers. So yeah, it was just a really fun craft beer trip. Oh man, did you get uh, did you get any work done? Yeah, I actually did. Uh, if client dinners count as work, then yes, I got a lot of work done. Client dinners count as work. All right, yeah, then I got work done. Well, because you have to be on topic at least. No, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, see, we're saying yes. Yep. Whenever I say yes, uh, and then. Uh, upcoming on Sunday is the Pitchfork uh, anniversary party. 
Oh, that is awesome. And so that is the other beer-related thing I will be doing this week, is checking what, that out. On Sunday? It is on Sunday. I'm what not time? entirely sure on times. I know it's early afternoon. They're doing a pig roast and having a bunch of awesome beers. Well, so. I'm pretty sure you can count me in on that one. Awesome. Very cool. Maybe we'll do. Maybe I'll bring the thing and we'll do a quick uh, little on-the-spot uh, segment that we can stick into next week's show. Sounds like a plan for me. Right? Uh, so the reason I was gone last week is that Saturday I took the girlfriend out to Willow River State Park. Uh, we went to her favorite spot. We had to climb up a couple of waterfalls, and then I proposed to her. Oh man! Oh man! And Congratulations. we are. Thank you, thank you. We are now engaged. Uh, we're thinking about going to Ireland next year. Oh, and and having some festivities over there. Uh, I've been to Ireland before, and I was underage, so that was a horrible, horrible bummer. It sounds like a horrible experience. Uh, it was fantastic, all things considered. Uh, so I know that there's a few things that I would want to do again, or at least want to have her see. Uh, for example, the Cliffs of Mohair was fantastic. Uh, we took like a, a wagon ride between like a not mountains, obviously, yep. but like really big hills, and that was just amazingly scenic. But I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to try some fresh Guinness from the motherland. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. And then I may or may not come home with a bottle or two of whiskey. There you go. And you will you will get to try some, I'm sure. Oh, well, when I get to try whiskey, I'm happy. Right. Uh, as far as uh, other beer things that I have done, the Homebrew Club met again, and we brewed some more beer. Oh, what was, the, uh, what was this one? Uh, this one is going to be a Belgian Golden Cherry Ale. Okay. Uh, recipe? The recipe was a kit from Brewer's Best. Okay. And it was the first all-extract kit I've ever made. Like hopped extract, too? Uh, no. no. Okay. Not hopped extract, but it was... Uh, there no was specialty no, malts? No specialty malts. And I think they did that just uh, for lightness of body, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, the recipe was 3 pounds of light DME, 3.3 pounds uh, light... LME, and two pounds of Belgian candy sugar liquid, Okay, and a pound of soft white sugar. What were uh, your gravity shoots? Uh, 1075, I believe, is what we actually got. Okay. And that's what I'm assuming that's what you shot for. With extract, it's really hard to miss your numbers. That one, yeah, that's hard to miss. So the, the original gravity would have been spot on. Yep. Um, and, yeah, uh... Belgian Golden is the style, and then we're going to be grabbing like six or seven pounds of cherries to go in there. Okay. Uh, it's going to be for Chad's uh, wedding gifts for his Oh, groomsmen. okay. Yeah, so uh, I really didn't have too much say in what was going to go on, yep. except procedurally, and then I got to be a part of it, so that was fun. Very cool. Uh, we also bottled up the Cezanne that okay. you had questions about the last time I, I did. How it. how does it taste? Uh, it actually tastes pretty good. It tastes uh, decently malty, too. Well, I would hope it would taste decently malty. You didn't put any hops in it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, it didn't taste unbalanced, okay. though, I, I guess would be the big that, thing. That was the big thing I was worried about, especially without any bittering hops. Yeah. Um, so those got bottled up. Uh, so in a couple of weeks, we'll be trying those on air here. Okay. And then my Munich, 100% Munich Ale finally got bottled up. And so in a couple of weeks, we'll be trying that as well. Very cool. And that one was just a simple uh, single malt, single hop, uh, all Munich. Yeah. 
And then excitedly, I'm making more progress on my electric brewing Woo! setup. Woo! Yeah. So the the big thing I've done recently is I finally got my hands on the brew pump, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I, I took it apart a little bit just to see what the design was. And it's brilliant design. There's You can't... You can't hurt it by putting stuff through it. Yep. Because it doesn't clog, and even even if it does clog, you're not hurting the motor. Okay. Uh, because it's just uh, a magnet that spins in a circle around it, and so the the motor itself is not actually hooked up to the propeller that pushes the liquid through. So I thought that was pretty neat. Awesome. Uh, but the big thing I accomplished was I got the heating element installed for the mash ton. Okay. And that's. I did grab a few pictures. Uh, if you're interested, you can put them online for people, I guess. Yes, I will try to remember to do that when we're done. Remind me when we're done. And yeah. Actually, yep. if you want to send them to my phone, yeah. I, can, I can take care of that uh, post-haste. Yep. So that's what the outside looks like, and that's what the inside looks like. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so that uh, that pretty much brings me up to present. As far as uh, homebrew stuff, awesome. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going to happen in the future once I get this thing going on again. All right. Um, well, we have an email, or uh, was it one or was it two? I thought I sent. Did I send you the other Just, one? I if you did, I don't know one. if I got it. Okay. Um, yes, there is another one here. I'm trying to remember if this is the one that we is it talked uh, about from Nikki. No, this one is from Mike. I have not. Did we talk about that? I, oh, man. What did Mike have to say? And I think we talked about this one last time, last week. Yeah, we did. We didn't have no, an we, episode last not, week. Not last week, but the week before. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe we didn't. We'll talk about it next week, because then I'll know for sure. I'll re-listen to it. All right. I don't want to cover the same thing twice. All right. Anyway, this one is from Dwayne. Do you have it up? I do. Okay, you can go ahead and read it then. Uh, So I just heard the podcast on malting. If you're interested, uh, here's a little info. I just malted and brew my first batch from unmalted grain. We don't grow barley around here in this part of Texas, uh, so we had to settle for red winter wheat. The grain came straight from the combine. I offered the grower market price, and he said, just bring me some beer. The market price is about $7.50 for 60 pounds. Uh, The malting process is super easy. It only took me five days to get the wheat modified. I built a machine to modify the grain in. Uh, It is a 55-gallon barrel with baffles in it that turn once every hour and a half. The idea came from a guy on YouTube. Once modified, I set the grain out on on a concrete slab in 100-degree heat to dry. The mash was a brew in a bag, so no stuck mash with 100% wheat seemed to work out great so far. The two and a half gallon or two and a quarter gallon batch is in the primary right now. Uh, reason for doing the malting: I can get grain for next to nothing, so I only spend about six dollars for a five gallon batch if this works. Working on re- uh, ranching yeast and growing hops in the garden to get the cost down to just labor. I'm cheap and make wine for three dollars for five gallons. Uh, not sure how this beer will taste, but I figure if I tweak it over several batches, I can make a variety of malts and come up with something tasty. Yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be that cheap. Like, that is incredibly cheap. That is, well, I'm, I'm thinking two things. That it's wheat, so he, he did get wheat yep. instead of barley, um, and he's also buying in incredible bulk, so 60 pounds. Yeah, but that's about, like, we buy sacks of grain. You Well, you do. I don't. Yeah, well... Yeah, but brewers do, I should say. It's yeah, like yeah. home brewers do. 
but that's that is one heck of a price difference. Oh, it's it's huge. It's it's and so I mean, there right there is if you can get that if you can get it nailed in and the wheat or the the grains taste great, then I don't see why you wouldn't do this. Especially like it looks like he's taken a lot of the manual labor out of it with his uh with his 55 gallon barrel with like yep. the baffles that turn yep. and stuff. Uh, I sent him a response asking about uh his like if he's tried to figure out any sort of killing process for uh, barley and stuff down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh and definitely commented that that uh barrel with baffles because that is genius. Oh, absolutely. I never would it would never would have occurred to me. It it might have at some point especially at work since we make a lot of baffles mm-hmm. and I hate them so hard, but I I think it's just cool that he did it. Yeah. Well, and it just goes to show home brewers are some of the most ingenious people. Innovative. Oh, they're they're awesome. Work with nothing and end up with everything. Mm-hmm. No, so I, I thought that was really, really cool. I would be interested in seeing what a 100% wheat beer tastes like. Uh, it tastes like a... Like a half of Eisen is what I would assume. I, I mean, suppose. you could make a half with 100% wheat. We just add the uh, the pills to, like, Convert. try. <laughs> well, for conversion and try to just, like, not do the whole stuck sparge thing. Because you can add enzymes and stuff to I help suppose. the yeast or to help the wheat. Yeah, so. So, uh, do you want to try this thing real quick? Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, like a month or two ago, it's, it's been a while, uh, yeah. I, I came with this this thing that I found on the internet saying that if you forget to take your original gravity, if you have a hydrometer and a refractometer, uh, you can take measurements of the final product and find out what the ABV is anyways. And the first time, I had everything we needed, except Casey did not have... I brought... Well, the thing is, I broke my tube, like, two days before. Which is super annoying and was horribly inconvenient. Uh, but we're we're ready to try this experiment now. We're doing it with uh, a commercial beer so that we're working with a known number, so yep. we know what our target, target value is. And I honestly don't know what the number is, so if you want to give me the numbers and I can plug them in and see how close we get. Uh, sure, actually. Might as well. So it's it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Uh, right. so, uh, so I we're drinking Anderson's Valley Summer Solstice. If anyone's curious, uh, I'm taking the refractometer meeting reading here, which may or may not be off by just a little bit because it's still cold. Yep. Um, we we can looking- do a conversion, but it shouldn't beat off that by more than a point or so. Because it looks like it's at about ten twenty. So, oh man, that is a that is a whole thing. Holy shnikes! What your conversion? I just I just took a look at your oh the uh, function. Equation. Yeah, it, it's not nearly as complicated as it looks on Excel. Yeah. Uh, so one point zero two zero. Right for the specific 1. gravity. One point zero two zero. I suppose I should get the refractometer out and everything. That that would be a good idea. Oh, so you can get the bricks. Yep, got to get the bricks reading. The refractometer from hell. Right. Man, I'm still mad at that thing. <laughs> Why? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Why? Do we need to turn on a studio light? We don't have them on. 
No, we should be good. Okay. I just need to to wait a second for it to even out. There's a lot of bubbles in here. Bubbles. <laughs> I suppose we could have gotten the standard the the we could have gotten the gravity and the bricks from that, couldn't we? Yeah, but we're going with bricks for this one. Okay. Yeah, but no, 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 no. We we have to do it uh, with the refractometer because they use independent methods for oh, figuring okay. out this these oh, particular that's numbers. Good to know. That's yeah. good to know. So you have to have both, otherwise it doesn't work. Seven point five. Well, hang on. That doesn't make any sense. What? Uh, that they use. So no, it it doesn't make any sense that we need both. Yes, it does. Why? Uh, because they use independent method. So. But shouldn't uh, the results be the same? No. Because one uses the refraction of light, the other uses just literal liquid density. Yeah, but shouldn't the the gravities be the same? What do you mean? So, if I take a starting gravity and a final gravity with the refractometer... Yes. And I take it with the hydrometer, both... Yes. Those numbers should be the same. No. Because alcohol affects both of them differently. Okay. And that, I mean... And one of the things to note about a refractometer is that they're very, or they need to be compensated for, especially for a final gravity reading, because alcohol throws off uh, how it refracts okay. light. What was the uh, what was the bricks reading? Uh, Seven point five. Seven point five. What did we get? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. That is not. Well, I suppose uh, the actual ABV is five. We are way off. Well, and and I have a theory as to why. One, it's cold for both of them, and two, there's still carbon dioxide in both of them. Oh yeah, the car. Yeah, we'd have to let it so, sit and get flat. Yeah, and I've been spinning it and doing stuff. So I, I personally figured that uh, one point zero two zero is uh is a little high for final gravity either way. Yeah, no, and it doesn't taste like a like a ten twenty beer. No, uh, just turn this around. It's already dropped about two points. So if you really wanted to to see how it's changed in like 15 seconds, drop it to 1018. 1018. That brings us up to 4.2. 4.2. Yeah. So, I mean, you can see that it's closing in pretty quickly. Yep. So I think that's pretty cool. I know. That's very cool. Uh, so can I have that back? And what? Can, yeah. So oh, My computer. Fine. <laughs> I asked nicely. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> So I wanted to, we've been talking about uh, water chemistry uh-huh. uh, for a couple of weeks. We took a break, and then we didn't come in for a week, and that brings us up to present. Um, and what we decided is that Casey hates the whole subject, for the most well, part. no, it's not that I hate the, it's, it's a dense, dense subject. Yeah, and I think the biggest reason why it's so dense is because answering every why is just a novel yeah. for each for each Which is one. why John Palmer wrote one, the water chemistry book, yeah. which I highly recommend reading. It's yes. a very good read. Yep. Uh, but I found something that I thought was fantastic. It's a website that is the Brewing Water Chemistry Calculator. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I suppose before we get to that, what are your final thoughts on what we covered in, in water chemistry as far as wanting to do it on a homebrew level. Okay, so my final thoughts are this. Last thing to dial in. 
in my in, in in my opinion, I think water should be the last thing that you tackle because it it has an effect on your beer. But there's so many other things that will have a greater effect on your beer. Sure, um, like get your get your mashing temperatures right. Get your pH like get your mash pH and like your just your general pH is kind of dialed in. Get your process down, and then focus on the fermentation side. Get your temp control down. Get get your yeast starters. Get your oxygenza- oxygenization for for the wort. I don't know why I keep having trouble with that word. Words are hard. They are. Um, like, focus on those things. Sure. And then once you have all that dialed in and you really want to make, you know, bring bring your beer up the, you know, the, the five, six percent that water will do, do that. Yeah. Like, that That should be, like, your last jump. Sure. I've, uh, so, I jumped in and I found this, this calculator that I thought was absolutely fantastic. Uh, it almost trivializes... a. L- most of what we've been talking about. Okay. Uh, so it's it's pretty straightforward when you look at it. It asks you um, how much water you're dealing with, uh, how much you're going to dilute it by, uh, and the target profile. So you can say, I want it to be Dublin, or I want it to be balanced, or, you know, and they have names for all mm-hmm. of these. Um, and it has an input for what your water already starts with. Okay. So you can put in put in your numbers, and then you can say, this is what I want to be at. And then it just has a little spot uh, with six different chemicals, chalk, baking soda, gypsum, calcium chloride, Epsom salt, and table salt. That these are the, that these are, you know, like the brewing salts that you would deal with to modify your chemistry. And you can just pick and choose and, you know, start putting in these numbers, and it'll... um, keep up to date what your what your water prof- oh, profile cool. looks like. Yeah, so I I was messing around with it and I think it's absolutely fantastic and it makes it so easy and it even translates uh the salts you need to teaspoons, teaspoon oh, okay. measurements. So if if you are curious that's that's what it looks like. Uh even at the bottom uh for each for each of the chemicals it tells you, you know, you don't have enough but it doesn't matter, or you have way too much, do not brew with this amount yeah. of whatever so that it'll keep you from actually wrecking your beer. That's very cool. Yeah, so I thought it was fantastic. And so if if at all you're going to get into messing around with uh, water profiles, use this. It is so user-friendly. It's it does the work for you. It, it really does. And even if you wanted to, what I was doing was I was messing around with... Uh, Distilled water, you know, mm-hmm. distilled water profile. Start with nothing, pick one of the profiles, and mess around build with it up. Yeah, and build it up from there. And if I was going to toss any suggestions, uh, because it talks about uh, chalk, baking soda, gypsum, calcium chloride, Epsom salt, and table salt again. Um, cal- or the first two, chalk and baking soda, have carbonates, C- HCO3, as, you know, part of their makeup. Start with that first, and then you, then uh, between sulfates and chlorine, uh, look at those next using the calcium combinations that they have, mm-hmm. and then start to tweak it from there. And I, it, it's actually pretty darn easy. Awesome, very cool. Yeah, so that that blew my mind, and I'm like, or I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm I'm prob- probably going to try that, especially yeah. with uh, single gallon batches. Doing uh, distilled. 
Yeah, start with distilled. So the problem that I've heard to starting with distilled is you lose all of the micronutrients. Yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna say if you do want to start with distilled, get uh, yeast, yeast nutrient yeah, and spike it with that. Uh, I was trying to find the River Falls water profile. Yeah, I did a little bit of looking around and I couldn't find it anywhere. I'd I f- have to like ask City Hall or whatever. I I think I found what they they're actually throwing out for people to see. And it pretty much only talks about heavy metals. You know, the things that... The that, things that hurt. The, the things that people are worried about. Yeah. Like, they're not worried, oh, is it, is it? Is there too much calcium? No, they know if there's too much calcium because yeah. they have to get... A water soft. Yeah, et cetera. So that that was kind of annoying. I searched for like 45 minutes. So I was just Yeah, they annoyed. don't... They don't... Yeah, it's... I thought like most of that stuff was public. And I'm sure it is if we asked. Yeah. And it's like I even tried just doing a straight Google search... How much calcium in River Falls, Wisconsin water? And then what it would do is it would bring me to the River Falls uh, website? utilities website. Which is a with, terrible website, by which, the way. Which, yeah, horribly mismanaged. Um, with uh, water hardness as the search term to bring up a quick definition about what water hardness is and not enough of to tell me what I care about. Yep. It's like, water hardness is so many parts per million. And I'm like, well, there's several different kinds and that doesn't help me. No, it does not. No, so that that was pretty upsetting. Um, I will get this uh, URL to you if people are curious to yeah, look at it. Um, yes, I need to give you just access to the Facebook page at one of these points. So you can just <laughs> doing some of this stuff, but yeah, no, uh, shoot, shoot that to me, and well, we'll talk about that off the end. Yeah, that's yep. not important stuff. Yep. All right, cool. Um, is there anything else? Uh, no, that that pretty much concludes what I had for you today. All right. Well, I, that kind of, I guess, wraps up our intro to water discussion. Um, we'll be back next week with another awesome beer topic for you guys. Not entirely sure what it is yet, but I know it'll be fun. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or anything like that, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios, or click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage. Or if you can do any shopping on Amazon, please click on our Amazon affiliate link at blindnewstudios.com. It's right at the bottom of the page there. Just do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get some, uh, some cash back from Amazon. So thanks guys. And I'll see you guys next week.